This week on MMA Mayhem Radio, your man Greasy and he, the muscle boots, will be taking over as we welcome Bellator heavyweight fighter, Ron the Monster Sparks. XFC lightweight championship contender Scott, I'm going to put that shit on everything. Hot Sauce Holtzman. And be sure to stay tuned after the show as Bite Me Customs will be giving out your chance to win a customized mouth guard only this week on MMA Mayhem Radio. Episode number 69. Ooh, yeah. Coming at you from CSB Studio C in Atlanta, Georgia, the Beer Battered Sports Network presents MMA Mayhem, where MMA matters the most with Brad Storm. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And George, the MMA Encyclopedia Killabrew. I'm going to do my thing. When I do my thing, my thing will be done. To give you the lowdown on the world of mixed martial arts, it's MMA Mayhem. On the BBSN.com. I wanna kiss you all over, over and again. Oh, we, we, we rolling? We rolling? Oh, oh, my bad. What's up, MMA fans? We are back for another installment of MMA Mayhem Radio. I am the head of security, Muscle Boots, and to my right, we got. Reset. What's good? What's good, MMA fans? Yo, we got a big show for you guys today. One reason is because the encyclopedia is out. He's in Myrtle Beach doing his thug fizzle on the beach. You know, yeah. Lord knows what he's getting into. Who knows? Who knows? He's been taking too many vacations. He, he, he's, he's getting nah, his groove on, man. He, he, he deserves it, man. He deserves he, it. And our other brother, uh, our partner in crime, Brad Storm. Lanou, he is doing his duty as a fireman protecting the world and the streets of Atlanta, Georgia, more importantly. His version of being Superman, Superman. But you know what today is? What was that? It's it's episode number 69. You know what that Ooh. means? What's that mean? Do you know what that means? Ooh. That means we're 31 episodes away from hitting 100. Bam! Bam! You know what? It's always something going on in the MMA, man. So, uh... So what's up, man? We we had a great weekend this week. We did man. we did? Yeah. So I mean, uh, uh, Combat Quest Nine, a uh, great car, Mr. Mark Miles. Uh, big shout out to him. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, gave us, uh, uh, showed us a good time out there. Very welcoming. The crowd was welcoming. Uh, the fights were great. What was your takeaway from? The crowd got rowdy there. Oh, they that, did. They did. It was a fight in the crowd. Fight. You can't ask for too much more. No, I mean, no, no. You know. I thought it was a great card. Um, you know, some guys got their first uh, their first action. Um, I uh, I got to pop my cherry, so to speak, in the uh, interview um, aspect of it. But mm-hmm. I had a good time. I had a good time. Um, learned a lot from you guys. Uh, I'm on my way up. But uh, let's get to the fights. You want you want to get to the fights? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right, uh, Mr. Caleb Brown, uh, very first MMA fight, got a KO in 16 seconds. You can't beat that. In 16 seconds, man, it was one of those toe-to-toe fights, man, where you uh, where they tell you don't slug with a slugger, and he slugged with the slugger, and he slugged the guy. I mean, it, it was. <laughs> I mean, the guy was like, uh, what? Uh, what's it? Punch drunk. You know, he was out on his feet. It, it was, it was, it was pretty nice. You know, yeah. So, you know, who who else we had on that card? That was the first fight of the night. So it was, it was. Go through get... some of the winners. Oh, okay, we got Devin Espinosa. Mm-hmm, good he win. He won his one. Mm-hmm. Zach Cooper came out with a game plan, and uh, 
Um, man, he, he dodged a nice ride and then popped a ride of his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamar Brown ended up winning because uh, his opponent pulled a David Copperfield and just disappeared. That was a touchy situation, man. Definitely, um, definitely uh, two sides to that story. But uh, we just wish both sides uh, well in, in, in their careers and, you know, promotions and both fighters. You know, right, hopefully right. that can happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next up with Joseph Sun and Joseph Copley. That came to a no contest. That was mm-hmm. a shame because uh, those two guys came to bang. They did. Sun looks good, man. He does. He does. Baxter Carbine ended up winning. Um, he came out victorious. Kevin Miles, the new ISKA Georgia Flyweight Championship. That's the brother of Mark, right? It is. Right. It is. Mm-hmm. And the war child, Petrusev, won via decision and is the new welterweight combat quest champion and of course you can catch all the interviews from the winners at youtube.com backslash mma mayhem radio it's guys like Petrushev that make me know i would never want to be a mma fighter hell that dude no is so dude. big and strong man it's just like wow that dude I, I just would not want to see him on on a uh you know in an alley with, without a gun or a bat or, or two knives. <laughs> that two guy knives. was real. Yes, sir. Throwing yes, knives. sir. But big shout out to Mark Miles for, for doing that yes, great promotion you, there. Mm-hmm. So you, what sir. else is going on in the MMA world that you would like to talk about today? Well, UFC 161 has gotten two big hits. First, the uh, Wineland Barreo bout was canceled. And now the Shogun, uh, um, Shogun Little Nog fight is done. And we were hoping to see the rematch from... Uh, Pride's middleweight Grand Prix back in 05. But rumors are flying that Chael Sonnen was going to take Little Nog's place, and that was not going to happen. But now it's official. They will fight at the Fox Sports 1 card in August. Okay, and that's big for them. So, But puts us on hold for a few months. Uh, what happens, you know, when when you buy tickets out there and, and, and you don't, you know, and the fights get canceled like that? What what happens? I don't, I don't know. We had a guy on Twitter recently that was asking the same thing because he bought a ticket to that show. And he wanted to see Shogun. And I don't know what they could do after they, they sell the tickets, but maybe maybe give like a coupon for a free pay-per-view card or like a discount on a pay-per-view or something. Because that would definitely be a good that would be a good idea to a discount but i don't know if it would equal out to the same thing no. you know, sometimes the money's a little bit different there no, so no yeah, so okay well so that's that's your story my big story uh i, I kind of wanted to talk about uh, about uh roy nelson mm-hmm. roy nelson and him kind of getting shunned for you know for a fight uh for a heavyweight fight what would you what'd you think about that here's a little bit more on the story uh dana white claims that roy nelson needs to beat someone in the top five of the heavyweight <laughs> division to get a shot at the title however chel sonnen didn't have to win uh no. to get a shot at uh bones jones misha tate just lost and she didn't get uh no. you know a tie and um your buddy uh uh Nate, uh, Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz. Don't Nick call Diaz. him my buddy. Don't ever call him my buddy. That's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> okay, like, your boy. Like your boy. Nick, Nick, right. Nick Diaz. Yep. It, he he's another one. So, Frankie, well, what are your thoughts on that? Well, Frankie, oh, Edgar Frankie Edgar also, also. he yeah. lost hey. twice yeah, hey. to Benson Henderson, and then got a title fight uh, versus Aldo, and that that was just. I mean, if you you got to stick to the same game plan, you can't you can't give these guys who lose a title fight or lose lose multiple fights in a row. A title shot after losing and then come out and say something ridiculous like this i'll be honest with you i don't think dana wants roy nelson as champ he doesn't want a guy with a gut to be his <laughs> champion <laughs> and with a chin like nelson i 
I mean, they're the heavyweight division is stacked right now at the top. Tim Silvio was pretty. He was big, but was he was he kind of stout or he was he was a big guy, but he didn't have that big fat belly right. like like right. you know some of us have. But. Well, my biggest problem with this is that the guys, all the names that we chose, lost those heavy lost those heavyweight. They fights. did. So that contest a precedent, you know that that should that, tell you something. It should, you know, but at the same time. They're still as, as as presidents and looking at it from a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. They're still you know uh, good fights that people want to see, and I find that in the in the UFC that's one of the big things that uh, that that occurs. You know, uh, the fights are more so what the people want to see sometimes more so than than who kind of deserves it so you know that makes sense and that's that my thing sense. that's my thing you got anything else up there matt well we wanted to holler up to elias smash garcia oh, we yeah. had him on Shout that uh, a couple weeks ago in episode six, 66 he came out and beat matt schnell for schnell's very first loss of his career so shout out to smash our boy and he talked i mean you know uh we, you got a lot of guys now that talk a good game and he was very confident in uh in his web presence and when he came on the show mm-hmm. that he was gonna win. And not only did he talk it, he came uh he came through and, and, and backed it up. So you gotta respect that. You gotta gotta respect that. But you know what, guys, we're about to get into it. What we always do about this time, your man Monster Sparks, he will be fighting Vitaly Minikov at Bellator ninety six on June nineteenth. So Bellator is back. In the building, that's going to be a good look, man. And you know what? It's been way too long. Oh, yeah. Yep. And we're about to get into it here on MMA Mayhem Radio. And our home is CouchFighter.co. Do it. Come out to Patty's Pub on July 16th and party with a purpose. And get your chance to win a signed Darius Rocker Guitar. Live performances by Katie Quick, live by Satellite, and Huey and the Man. All proceeds go to Heather's Legacy, a nonprofit organization assisting victims of domestic violence. Don't miss your chance to win prizes and help raise money for this incredible charity. The fun, the show. And the action all begins at 7 p.m. at Patty's Pub in Kennesaw, July 16th. You're going to want to be there because Heather's Legacy and Patty's Pub is where it's at. What's up, guys? This is Bellator featherweight fighter Mike the Marine Richmond, and you're listening to MMA Mayhem Radio. Right now we have with us, via the Couch Fighter Hotline, a man getting ready for the Bellator Heavyweight Tournament, beginning June 19th, live on Spike. Ladies and gentlemen, we give to you Ron the Monster Sparks. Mr. Monster, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, buddy. How about you? Good, good. You uh, you getting ready for this uh, this tournament? Oh yeah, man! I'm definitely ready for it. I'm ready to get in there and get it done for sure. Cool. Hey, Greasy here. Now, uh, you've been doing a lot of international fighting. Is that mm-hmm. that's correct? Uh, give that's me correct. give me one of the major differences between fighting internationally and and, and fighting here at home because I saw something about uh, one of the tournaments you were in or organizations where if they get you in an arm bar, they don't wait for the tap out; they wait for the snap out. What, 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 what's what's up with that? 
Oh, man, I, well, not to say it's brutal, but, yeah, it's, it, it's definitely a different world over there. Uh, I, You know, don't get me wrong, uh, you know, there's no place like home, like mm-hmm. Bellator, man, I'm going to tell you right now. As far as all the organizations I've fought in and been around to, man, Bellator's the one. Uh, I love them, man. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, people's asked me, what about UFC, this and that. Uh, I had a chance, and uh, they said one more fight, and UFC was looking at me, and Bellator snagged me. And I tell you what, I've never even considered it after that. And most people are like, oh, bull crap. I'm telling you right now, Bellator's the place to be. They're paying their fighters a lot more, man. They're just... Uh, they treat everybody like they're a champion, and I'm not just saying this crap. I'm I'm being for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they treat me like gold, man. I love it. Cool, cool, cool. When you say over there, give us some of the spots. Romania, different places like that. Like uh, I fought in Romania, and I tell you, uh, being in Romania versus the U.S., oh, my Lord. Uh, I mean, I'm talking armed guard everywhere we went. Uh, it was just uh, so much different, man. Uh, just uh, a whole the whole feel of the fight. Don't get me wrong. They're, 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 they love it over there. You know, the fight fans are, you know, they're true fight fans over there, but, uh, it's just, uh, you know, there's nothing like fighting in the U S man. I mean, compared there now nah, there's hands down. I love, you know, bring me home man, to the U S for sure. That's right. No doubt. No doubt. Now we know you've been away for a little while. Not too long though. It's been about since about 2011. What, what, what have you been doing throughout that time? Were you, was it a family? Well, I was, I was invited into the last tournament, but mm-hmm. two weeks before, I ripped my bicep off. Ow! Yeah. Yeah, so I had to get my bicep reattached, which I've ripped both my biceps off now and had them reattached. So you get 100% recovery out of it. It's just, uh, it sucked because I was in the last one. I was mm-hmm. going to be fighting in the last heavyweight tournament, but uh, had to cancel two weeks out. Uh, yeah, I was fighting Godbeard, I think. And then uh, he scratched, and then the Spartan stepped in, and that's when I ended up getting my bicep tore off. Two weeks before the tournament, man, I thought, damn, that's man, a bad I, situation. But, you know, it's life, man. I'm healed and back in, and I'm ready to get going again. What what kind of rehab do you uh, do you have to do with, with bicep tears? I mean, that... Yeah, uh... um, punch a lot of people in the face. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. It wasn't as bad as you think. Within three months, mm-hmm. I was back already training, uh, you know, a good eight weeks of, uh, you know, just pretty much sitting around doing nothing with the arm man it's pretty much on your side right. and then about a month of rehab of stretching it back out and uh i feel good uh i mean which that's been a while man i'm i'm way healed and ready to get back in there and get me a knockout cool now you say knockout we see the record says seven fights by knockout and you got a mm-hmm. key lock submission in there uh obviously you're a great striker uh but uh how would you rate your jujitsu and your ground game and, and the other aspects of your your uh your game oh, i've been doing jiu-jitsu for years mm-hmm. uh it's just i've never had to go there hardly you know i've been there one time uh i mean most time once i touch them they go down you know mm-hmm. uh it's not, you know, not to say that, you know, I'm, you know, knocking everybody out, but basically, yeah, if I get in there and if I get off on it, I'm definitely, if I touch your chin, you're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. And, and that shows from the record. So, yeah. So, keep, right. so I, I guess I would say keep that up. Keep that up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my bread and butter. I love, uh, I love stand up. Uh, I think the crowd likes it more. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love the ground. I, you know, ground's awesome. But uh, as far as fans, man, they love to see two big boys bang and, you know, see one of them go down. Right, especially in that heavyweight division, too. Oh, yeah, man, that's mm-hmm. what they want to see. They want to see two monsters get in there and just bang it out, man. <laughs> right, two monsters. Are uh, yeah. Are you still training out at Louisville MMA? Oh, yeah, man. I will never leave there. Nice, nice. Who uh, Who you train out there with? 
I got, oh, heck, uh, John Troyer, uh, Tom McKenna, Phil, uh, Phil White. Oh, God, I mean, you name it. Uh, it's uh, John's been around a little bit. He's, he's fought overseas, and uh, uh, Tom's over, I think, at uh, is it FSL. The, uh, it's the Indian Fight League. Tom holds the middleweight belt over there. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got a couple of good guys, man. I mean, it's a small gym. We're all fighters, and uh, it's just, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the gym has always worked good for me. I got great training there and uh, a bunch of good guys, man. I really appreciate, you know, the MMA sport. Mm-hmm. So looking at your training camp, uh, what what have you been uh, working on in, in uh, specific reference to uh, Vitaly Minikov? Uh, stopping the takedown, looking for hip tosses, you know, his uh, judo background, uh, Sando, you know, uh, he's definitely uh, – He's going to be tough. I mean, there's no question about it. They're all tough at this league. You know what I mean? When they get you in the hundred grand tournament, you know it's uh, they ain't putting slashes in there. Right. So, uh, definitely, man. Uh, I'm just you know I'm just going to go out there and do what I do. I, I don't really go off their fight game mm-hmm. plan. I make them go off mine. So, That's right. No matter what I do, I go out there and I pop the jab and uh, whatever comes comes. Uh, I you know I'm looking for maybe a takedown something like that, but I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to get to that. Now, Minikov comes into this fight undefeated and and looks to be a versatile opponent with, you know, his five KOs and four submissions. Um, do you feel he might be a bit relaxed in this fight due to his uh, continuous success? Man, I, you know, I was undefeated in my last fight, too. So, right. you know what I mean? It's only, you're only one fight away from exactly. your undefeated. <laughs> exactly. You know, right. If you ain't lost, you ain't fought enough. That's just my opinion. In this sport, you're going to get caught. It's going to happen. I don't care who you are. Nobody goes undefeated forever, um, mm. you know, and that's just the way it is. And uh, if you are going undefeated, maybe you're not fighting the right opponents either. Right, right. And now we know that you did lose your last fight, like you said. What did you? What did that? What did you learn from that? What did you take away from that loss? Uh, it sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, at the end of the day, man, I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to say I'm glad I lost, but, Mm -hmm. man, it definitely, I'm glad to have it out of the way. There's nothing worse when they tell you you're undefeated. you got to come in there. you got that monkey on your back every time. Right, right, right. You want to keep that record so pretty. And trust me, I know where, I don't care what fighter it is, he's always still in that way walking in that ring. Oh, my Lord, I'm undefeated. Is it going to be my night? You know, you just don't know. It's kind of nice to have that monkey off my back mm. and not have to worry about that and just go out there and fight my fight instead of always trying to be, you know, the big knockout guy, the guy that's going to kill everybody, you know. So uh, I definitely, not to say I, I, I appreciate it and I've learned a lot from it. Nobody likes losing, but, you know, it's going to happen. I'm sure it'll happen again. Sooner or later, you know, I'm going to get caught in this sport and being a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen, man. Mm-hmm. And he is at monster sparks on twitter make sure you go ahead and follow him ladies and gentlemen now we were just touching on uh you know some of the some of the ways you get ready for the fight you know physically how you've been training and whatnot uh mentally you know you're you're a seasoned veteran uh what would you say for uh for some of the guys coming up what are some of the main things that 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 you do for you know for the mental aspect of the fight? You know, because you got the monkey off your back with that first loss, but now what are some some things that you know you do specifically in terms of getting mentally prepared? Well, I always tell myself, and my son always said this to me too: if you're not having fun, Dad, you know, all you still when you go out and play t-ball, you know, buddy, it don't matter if you win or lose, as long as you go out and have fun. 
And uh, I remember one day I was training, and my son, you know, he's like, Dad, why are you so intense? Why? And I was like, oh, buddy, I'm just, you know, stressed out. I want to make sure I win this fight. And he said, Dad, why do it if you ain't having fun? Mm-hmm. And it kind of dawned on me, you know what? That's exactly right, man. I mean, have fun with this. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. If this is going to be your livelihood and this is all you got, I own my own business. So I enjoy fighting. I don't have to fight. I make money. Uh, but, I mean, the way I look at it, I enjoy the one-on-one competition. So the way I look at it, this is just fun to me. Win or lose, I'm going to go out there and give 110%, and at the end of the day, I can hold my head up. You know, if I get caught, you know, at the end of the day, you know what people are going to say? Damn, that guy's a badass, though, because he come out and fought his ass mm-hmm. off. And that's me. You know what I mean? You know, I might not be the best in the world, but I tell you what, you're going to know I've been there, especially after fighting me. Right, right. Now, uh, we usually ask this first time uh, uh, fighters on the show, what actually got you into MMA? Like, was it something you watched as a kid? Bruce Bruce Lee. 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 Nice answer. Bruce Lee, man. I I was born, man, in 74. I'm going to tell you right now, man, I was probably about seven years old. My dad was a martial artist. Uh, He loved, uh, he was in Vietnam. You know, he's done Army Combatives. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's definitely always been around it. And uh, we watched the Bruce Lee movie, and I can remember looking over and telling him, I want to be that guy. I want to be that little Asian guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. Mm-hmm. All I right, mean, we- that guy right there, he definitely, he, he touched me, man. I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even dare look at martial arts. Mm-hmm. That is uh, the sentiment of a lot of people, so. So definitely understand, but we definitely thank you for coming on, spending some time with us here. Don't be a stranger, no problem, man. and uh, Godspeed. Good luck in your next uh, in the next fight, ladies and gentlemen. He is Ron Sparks, but more so, he is the monster, Ron Sparks. Don't forget that. We wish him well in his next fight. He will be fighting Vitaly Minikov at Bellator ninety six on June nineteenth. Make sure you. Tune in, and uh, you got any shout outs you want to give? I I just want everybody that you know that knows of me. I appreciate you know sticking behind me, and uh, I'm sorry it's been so long since I've been in there, but I'm going to go in there and represent Louisville, Kentucky when I do. So check it out, guys. Do it. That's right. If you ain't lost, you ain't fought enough. Wise words from from a veteran, no doubt. Ron Sparks, thank you for have uh, being on today. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, next up, we will be having a veteran for this show. He's been on episode 53, 43, and 30. He is Scott Hot Sauce Holtzman here on MMA Mayhem Radio. What if you didn't care about being on the fast track instead of flying to the big interview? What if you flew somewhere else altogether, like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific where needs are easy to see? What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. Hey, y'all. This is Hurricane Heather Joe Clark, XFC fighter, fighting December 7th, and you're listening to MMA Mayhem. I got a... Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, June 14th at the USF Sundome in Tampa, Florida. Mr. Scott Hot Sauce Holtzman, he will be fighting John Milo at the XFC 24 Collision Course. Now, Mr. Holtzman is no stranger to the show. Episode 53, 43, and 30. Make sure you guys go check that out. Mr. Holtzman, how are you doing today, sir? 
I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem, man. You're a regular here, man. So we appreciate you, you know, uh, reaching out, you know, when when we call you, man. So, uh, so thank you. Hey, so tell us about the training camp, man. What's going on? How's how's everything going? Uh, training camp's great, man. Um, you know, obviously winding it down this week, and I'm ready to wind it down. I'm tired of it. I'm ready to just fight now. I'm ready to uh, go from being the nail to the hammer. Okay, right. So is it, so is this a part of the mental aspect of it too? That weight is that a tough part too? Because you're ready to go. Uh, yeah, it's always that's always the tough part. But uh, I mean, you just have to, to believe in your process and 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 stick with it, and you know, do everything you can do each day. So you know, it's it's a little hard, but um, you know, I, I just take it one day at a time, man, and and I believe in my process, so I know I'll be ready. The bell rings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we know uh, Malo is uh, more of a submission artist. Are you going to try to keep this fight standing? Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm going to take the. I'm going to fill it out and and try to put the fight wherever I want it to go. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to be selfish. So if I don't want the if I feel like I I don't want the fight on the ground, then I won't go to the ground with it. Um, but you know, if something happens, it does go to the ground. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not scared to be down there. Oh, no, 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 uh, no. I'm a decent grappler myself. So, um, you know, I'm definitely respecting his submissions. He has some good submissions, sneaking everything, but you know, I'm not scared of him. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so are you thinking that this was the best opponent, uh, that XFC had to put out there for you considering, uh, uh, Newell's, uh, a departure from the XFC? Well, you know, I'm, I know it was a hard, hard spot to fill. Obviously, you can't just bring anybody in uh-huh. uh, to, to fight for your title. So it was a really tricky situation. Um, and you know, I knew that the guy that they they would bring in could could quite possibly be tougher than Newell. And I think that's the, I think that's the case here. Um, so you know, I'm happy with it. Whatever. I mean, they could have put, you know. Anybody over there, I would have still fought. Ronald you know, McDonald. I've been training hard. I've been training hard, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, we know you've uh, answered these questions a hundred times, and, it's, and time has passed, but just quickly go through what exactly was going through your head, and did you know that when when the Newell fight was canceled, what was your initial reaction? Well, obviously, I was upset, you know, about it, because it mm-hmm. pulled away from me. I've been kind of preparing for the guy for months but right um you know i allowed myself 24 hours to to kind of be mad over it and then that was it mm-hmm. you know, i didn't miss any training sessions or i never never thought that i wasn't going to be able to fight i knew they'd find me somebody so i kept training uh after about 24 hours i moved on from it and i really haven't thought about him you know since so um you know it wasn't a big deal mm-hmm. fighter i'm gonna fight whatever they put over there cool 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 so your uh your your uh career is taking off relatively quickly uh why, why do you think that is i mean because you're at you're at the pretty much at the top of the xfc now uh in, in your weight class so you know why, why do you think your your career is taking off so so quickly well i just think it's a combination of things that you know i think you know most of my fights have been fairly exciting to this point, and mm-hmm. I've also been put in a good opportunity to succeed or or to uh, get some exposure with the XFC. They've been good to me. They 
you know, they push me, they give me good fights. Um, so, and, you know, they use me as much as I, I want to fight. So, um, it's a combination, man. I guess, you know, it was a just season and opportunity. I got an opportunity to be on their undercard and I fought and won and it was mm-hmm. exciting. So it was. people like that in this sport. So it's just a matter of, of, you know, capitalizing on opportunities to think. Okay. Uh, what would winning the XFC like? weight championship do for your career what do you think other than of course you know knock to the top well um you know obviously it's it's great to win a, a title in anything mm-hmm. um any organization so um i think it's as far as exposure wise I've, I've gotten a lot more exposure this time especially with uh nick refusing to fight me so mm-hmm. um, it'd be great man and, and you know i've learned a lot in this training camp training for a five-round fight as opposed to three. So, right. you know, I think in the long run, it's going to be really beneficial for my career, and obviously he's really experienced, and there were some some really good guys. So it'll be a good test for me, man, and uh, I'm ready for that. So. Hey, do you think there'll be a lot of questions, what-if questions, and all that kind of junk thrown at you as far as if you would have fought Nick Newell, if, you'd have, if, you, if you thought you would have beat Newell for the, uh, for the championship? No, I don't know. I mean, I always say it's a stupid question because you never, nobody's ever going to say no. I think so and so would have beat me. Right, crazy. right. But you know, I thought I matched up well with Nick, and I think he knew that also. Um, so he was a little worried. I think he wants his first loss to be somebody with a big name, things like that. So that way he'll have a better excuse when he does lose. But um, no, I, I, I mean, people ask that question. That's fine. I'll tell them. I, I knew I was going to beat him. So, mm-hmm. so with so with that being said, with, with with him out of the way, you know, who are some guys on the radar? You know, are there any guys out there that that you have a maybe a, a slight grudge against, or somebody you just want to get in there and 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 and, and, and take down or, or whatever? Uh, no, not really. Uh, John Malo, I guess for now, because <laughs> that's right. You know, in, in a sense, you know, he's called me out. I think he he thinks that. It's an opportunity for him to kind of rebound his career, and I think he he sees me as a four and guy. That's kind of easy picking. So uh, he asked for the fight, so uh, I'm ready to fight him. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about anybody else. That's right, not really, how I do things. Right, right, right. So that that's huge when you're when you're uh, facing an opponent opponent not to look past them. So, you know, tell us some of the things that you, you've been specifically training on uh, for him now, because we know, you know, you changed from uh, from Newell, and now you had to change to uh, Marlo, uh, Malo. Was there a big a big change in the fight camp strategy or anything? I mean, outside of the three round to the five round or whatever? Uh, no, not really. It's, I mean, they're both southpaw, so that was good. I didn't really have to, you know, um, change a lot of the things I was working on. Obviously, you know, there were some things I have to change as far as Nick Newell only having one arm, but um, he's a little bit different build, presents some different problems than Nick Newell, but, um, you know, he, he also does some similar things as well. So mm-hmm. didn't have to change a whole lot, really. Right, right, right. So you're out in Arizona, right? What, what, what are you doing out there? Just training? Yeah, I've, I've been out here for about six weeks at the MMA lab. 
uh, training out here. It's been great. Okay. So so, so now yeah. is is Tampa going to be a, a a difference for you? You know, you go from the uh, you know the dry desert heat to the to the beach bikini girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that going? I mean, I know I'm distracted already just thinking about it. You know, <laughs> is that going to be a distraction for you? You think? No, absolutely not. I I won't be at the beach or anything before the what? fight. I'm just going to the airport, to the hotel, and then to the fight. That's it. Okay. okay. After the fight, I'll be out on the beach for sure. Oh, there you go. Can we hang out with you if we make it down there? Can we <laughs> hang out with, with just, I mean, yeah, it's, for, for sure. Bring it on, man. All right, cool. Because we, we want people to marry her. Okay, we want some groupie action, man. Have you found <laughs> that's been the case? Do you get you got you got some groupies out there or anything? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dude, that laugh he said it all, should, Scott. Yeah. That laugh said it all, yeah. Scott. Say, man, what's my name? Hot sauce, baby. Yeah, a guy with that <laughs> much talent, no doubt. You know he does, man. Yeah, moving move, move up the ranks, man. Moving up the ranks. Well, yeah, we definitely uh, wish you well here at uh, uh, MMA Mayhem Radio. You know, next time, maybe we'll uh, have the guys guys back because, you know, we we all love you here. So make sure you guys follow at Hot sauce holtzy on twitter and uh make sure you hit him up and show some support uh you got any shout outs you want to make uh no just everybody man the xfc friends family coaches uh sponsors everybody i appreciate everything and uh just ready to fight man put on a good show get the crowd on their feet that's right spoken like a true warrior that is scott hot sauce holtzman ladies and gentlemen here on mma mayhem do your thing, man. Radio. That's right. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for having me. Mm-hmm. Coming up next on MMA Mayhem Radio, your chance to win a customized Bite Me Mouth Guard here only on MMA Mayhem Radio. Stay tuned. Soda can, 60 decibels. Tattoo gun, 75 decibels. Motorcycle, 95 decibels. Chainsaw, 105 decibels. Full volume through your earbuds, 120 decibels. Play it safe. Turn down the volume. To learn how to protect your hearing, visit ASHA.org. Hi, this is Natasha Wicks. I'm an Invicta FC ring girl, and you are listening to MMA Mayhem. Oh, uh, yeah. And we're back. Back in full effect. About to get into some real security type information here. Now, when I say security, it's all about protection. You know, you got your cups. Very protection based there. You know, the family jewels. You got to protect the family jewels. Also, as a fighter, what else do you want to protect? You want to protect your grill, right? You want to protect the teeth. The teeth. Because you got to you gotta get, have that million-dollar smile. Looks will take you a long way, especially uh, in, in, in the uh, professional world here, you know, which we were alluding to kind of earlier, you know, with the big belly of uh, Roy Nelson. So, you know, so, so. He's got to have some good teeth because that belly ain't going to get him nowhere. Right, right, right. And, and, and well, no, I like Roy Nelson. You know, haircut, uh, you know, wasn't doing bad. But then the beard, I'm a beard fan. So, but he has to have that mouth, that mouth right, that, right, that, those teeth. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. And next up, you know, we 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 have a a young man on on the line, you know, and and he's going to give us some information, pertinent information, and, and tell us about uh, a very needed and uh, I mean, everybody needs this 
in in the ring. I mean, regardless of what you're doing, even in a, a sports period, basketball, football, you know, all that stuff. So uh, we we have him on the line right now. He he got. He, can you give him a, a a good introduction for us? Can you give us a good introduction for us? I can, I can. He is the man from Bite Me Mouth Guards. Okay. His name is Joe. Okay. We'll call him hey, Mouth, guys, mouth Guard Rice. <laughs> Good, man. Good, man. How are you, bud? Good, thanks. Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show today. Yeah, no problem. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you're all about and what, you're, uh, what your company's doing and all? Sure, sure. Um, as you guys said, I'm Joe Rice. I'm from Bite Me Mouth Guards. I've been in the dental industry for over 26 years. I've worked everything from working at a chair side to working in the world's largest dental laboratory as a quality control manager for mm-hmm. the department that made mouth guards. Nice. Uh, been, been wrestling since I was 12, doing jiu-jitsu and things for about 10 years now. And so started making mouth guards for the guys by training with the guys. Nice. Uh, Got into got into jujitsu because I was looking for something that was comparable to a wrestling class, but had some missions. Found jujitsu right after the UFC, and uh, was training with some friends of mine. A buddy took a knee training, busted some of his teeth. I made him a mouth guard, and then a light went on. Hmm. And I've been doing it ever since. Nice. Uh, we, nice. we do uh, we do all all custom, and now we have a new product that we're introducing onto the market that has been patented, and it's called. specifically goes into a good a good mouth guard you know like i know i would say uh you know uh all mouth guards are are the same but but you as an expert what would you say makes a good mouth guard and what sets yours apart mine are the time that i install in making the mouth guard i don't just take material put it to a model cut the edges off and send it to you i actually craft a mouth guard for you I've been doing it so long that uh, that when I put a mouth guard in somebody's mouth, I want them to not feel that mouth guard. I want it to be part of them. That's what makes a good mouth guard. All right. Good, good. Any we... mouth guard that you get that's a custom mouth guard is going to be hundreds of times better than, mm-hmm. than a boil and bite mouth guard. Mm-hmm. It's in the manufacturing of the mouth guard where you get your money's worth. Okay, and one more. Explain to the people who don't know. I, I was a football player, you know, many moons ago, and uh, I, I understand boil and bite. But to the average person, uh, explain what a boil and bite means. A boil and bite mouth guard is a mouth guard that comes to you looking kind of like a, a blank. It, uh, it has no uh, um, anatomy to it at all except for the shell of the mouth guard. Mm-hmm. What you're going to do with that is you're going to stick it into hot water, some form of a hot liquid, and then put that mouth guard into your mouth and form it to the anatomy that you have existing in your mouth. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's where a boil and bite comes in. Right. 
That's interesting, interesting. Joe, we understand you got a little bit of a giveaway. What's that all about, bud? Yes, sir. Um, what we're doing today is is, is uh, giving away a custom, one of our custom jiu-jitsu mouth guards, mm-hmm. and we're also giving away one of our sure-fit mouth guards. All right, all right. And how you can get that is uh, we have a little bit of a trivia question, and uh, you want to check out the Bite Me Mouth Guards Facebook page and post your answer to this question, which is, who is the current UFC featherweight champion? And again, you can go to Bite Me Mouth Guards, and of course, you want to like them on Facebook and post your answer, and uh, we will go from there. <laughs> and, yes, is, and is that the best way to get in contact with you, Andrew? Uh, I, I, we have a, a website that's also on. Now, this is going to kind of sound funny, but I joined forces with another mouth guard company that was uh, losing its uh, manufacturer. Okay. And they sought me out to be able to manufacture mouth guards for them, and it is Python Mouth Guards. And uh, if you go to pythonguards.com, that's how you can contact me. All right, all right. Well, thank you, sir. We appreciate having you on, and uh, uh, we wish you the best of luck in your business. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. Have a good one. You too. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, that is pythonguards.com. Make sure you check that out, all you fighters, all you players. You know, football, basketball, even if you got a rough wife. Bowling? You know, hey, bowling, hey, you, bowling? Know, you never know. You remember that one guy busted his ass uh, <laughs> bowling that one time, you know. So you never know, man. You never know. You know, you might be the type that needs it. You know, you hey, some people might even sleep in mouth guards, you know, because they grind their teeth at night. You ever heard of that? People who do that? No? No, no. No, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, mouth guards are, are, are needed all, all over the place. So, you know, that might be something people need out there. Thank you to Joe Rice for uh, definitely uh, tuning in and uh, uh, chiming in on that. That is definitely a need in the sports world. So, yeah, we look forward to uh, making sure uh, that, that you guys go out there and, and, and check him out. Now, now, do you think a, do you think a mouth guard, real quick, a mouth guard would help uh, the Cal State Fulton uh college baseball game came on one guy took a slider right to the to the to the cup section do you think a mouth guard would help that um it depends on if he but like ah, you know when he's gritting his teeth for that the great the great thing is is that he didn't even go down on the ground Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Now the first person to correctly answer the question and post it to the Facebook page that will de- um, that will get you uh, a custom mouth guard from from Joe and his team. So make sure you guys do that, and that's on the Facebook page, right, guys? So on the right, Facebook right, right. Facebook page. Okay, so cool. So make sure you do that. The question once again: Who is the featherweight champ in the UFC? Nice, uh, easy question for you guys, for you UFC fans out there. You know, so definitely go on and, there and, and if you're also if you're already like our page, we will have a link to their page on our Facebook page, so feel free to visit our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash MMA Mayhem Radio, and we have a direct link to their page so you can answer and try to win those custom mouth guards. And once again, that's just search Bite Me Mouth Guards on Facebook, and it'll lead you right to their page. What's up, Joel Brock? All right, Heath, what do you got for us, man? Well, I got some uh, this week's MMA Mayhem Security Clearance Twitter shout-outs. Do it. We got Kylos1986-2. True MMA fan 16, Average Joe Art, 
which we all know that guy did our new logo represent gorilla john eric yoder three fight or flight d chris menassassin Correctly, I apologize. Ross Cleave, L. Weedy, Weedy, 88, and of course, Rumena Blisk. And of course, don't forget to like us on our Facebook page, facebook.com, MMA backslash MMA Mayhem Radio. Like, like what? <laughs> like what? Catch us on Bonesnapper.com. Okay. Couchfighter.com. Mm-hmm. And of course, follow us on Twitter at MMA Mayhem Radio. And give us five stars, man. Give us iTunes. Well, five stars. We will punch you in the face if you don't. Yeah. Of course, check out our flashback and fighter interviews at youtube.com backslash MMA Mayhem Radio. And couchfighter.co. We uh, couldn't do it without you guys. And your free web design from apocalypsemma.com. Roger O'Brien, shout out to you, my friend. If you have any questions or cons- concerns about the show, email joel at mmamayhemradio.com. What else have you got, Bruce? Well, uh, we're, we're wrapping up the show, man. We just want to definitely send a big shout-out to our boy, uh, to our boy, um, our boys, uh, Joel. Storm and Storm. You know how I get the names wrong. I, yeah. I always call <laughs> Brad, Joel, George, and George, Brad, Joel. We'll so. be back. We'll be back. Well, uh, Encyclopedia, you and myself will be uh, representing NFC at Wild Bills this week. So mm-hmm. until then, we will catch you guys later. Happy show 69, mm-hmm. I might say. Mm-hmm. And the guys will be back next week. That's about it. Once again, shout out to Brad Storm and my man, George. Hit it!